Hey, Bucks fans, make sure you go follow one of our sponsors, Split Ticks. Follow them on Twitter at S-P-L-I-T-T-I-K-S. So what is Split Ticks? Well, you're able to reserve sports, concert, and other event tickets with a small deposit and pay off the rest in a flexible payment plan before your event date. So make sure you take advantage of that. And because you're a listener of the All Things Bucks podcast, you're able to use promo code All Things Buccaneers. Use that promo code and you will get a 10% discount on your purchase. Hey, and remember, go Bucks. Welcome everyone to the All Things Bucks podcast. I am your co-host Corey Hayes. You can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Corey underscore Hayes 407 and go ahead and follow my co-host CJ on Twitter as well at CoreyJ863. CJ will not be on this podcast with me as Monday is his birthday and he's having a birthday weekend. So shout out to CJ for having a birthday this week. CJ will also be attending the Bucks game on Sunday, so if you see him on Sunday, go ahead and say happy birthday to him. I'm sure he will appreciate it. So I'm going to kick off this Panthers preview podcast with the injury report. The Buccaneers have ruled out three players, Carlton Davis with a knee injury, Deshaun Jackson with a thumb injury, and MJ Stewart with a foot injury. DeMar Dotson is listed as doubtful with a knee and hamstring injury, which means that he's more than likely not going to play in this game. Then we have Levante David with a knee injury listed as questionable. He said barring any setback, he will be back in the lineup on Sunday. Justin Evans with a toe injury. He said barring setback, he will be back in the lineup on Sunday. And then we got Brent Grimes with a knee injury who did not participate in practice on Friday. So, We're not sure what his game status is going to be, as if you don't participate in practice on Friday, then it's more than likely that you're not going to play in the game on Sunday. But we'll see what the Bucs decide to do with him. And on the Panthers side, they just have one person listed on the injury report, and that is wide receiver Devin Funches with a back injury, and he is questionable for the game. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to start with the special teams. Man, Cairo Santos has been a blessing so far as the Buccaneers kicker as he has made all of his extra points and he has made all of his field goals. So he is 7 for 8 on field goals on the year and he is 2 for 2 with the Bucks. And then on the opposite side we have Graham Gano who is 13 for 15 on field goals this season. The Panthers offense this year Averages 370.7 yards per game, which is good for 13th in the NFL. Cam Newton is 250 for 359, 2,699 yards, 22 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. Christian McCaffrey has 757 rushing yards and 5 touchdowns on the ground. He also has 608 receiving yards and 5 touchdowns through the air. Devin Funches, who I mentioned is questionable for this game, has 516 receiving yards and three touchdowns on the year. DJ Moore, their speedster, has 565 receiving yards and two touchdowns. DJ Moore tore us up the last time that we played in Carolina. Greg Olson on the year has 278 yards and four touchdowns, one of which came in our previous game at Carolina this year. And Curtis Samuel has 196 yards and four touchdowns on the year. So they have, we've mentioned before, 
have weapons on their offensive side. And you're really going to have to look out for Christian McCaffrey because the man is a dual threat out of the backfield, which is something the Bucks are looking at needing. People think that Ronald Jones could be that type of player, but we haven't seen it as Ronald Jones has not been activated for much of this season. And when he has been activated, he has gotten very little touches. So maybe we'll see in the future if Ronald Jones can be a Christian McCaffrey type of player. The Buccaneers offense on the season averages 454.3 yards per game, which is good for first in the NFL. Jameis Winston is 137 for 202 for 1,692 yards, 10 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. Last week, he boosted that up as he didn't have that close of a ratio. He was 8 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. So hopefully he continues his turnover-free game this week against the Panthers' defense. Peyton Barber has 590 rushing yards and 3 touchdowns on the season. Mike Evans, again, going over the 1,000-yard mark for the fifth time in his career already, has 1,073 receiving yards and five touchdowns. Adam Humphreys, who stepped up out of the slot this year, has 545 yards and four touchdowns on the season. Chris Godwin, the second-year receiver, has 575 yards and four touchdowns on the season. And Cameron Brait has 185 yards and four touchdowns on the season. So when we're in the red zone, Jameis Winston likes to target Cameron Brait. And we all know this very well. Cameron Bray has to be very happy that Jameis Winston is back at quarterback as he is getting his touches once again. It may not be many touches, but the touches that he does get count. And majority of the time, they're going for six. So Cameron Bray is happy. Chris Godwin has chemistry with both of our quarterbacks. But Chris Godwin loves Jameis as well as Jameis hit him on the final play of our season last year for a touchdown to beat the Saints. Adam Humphreys has always had a nice connection with Jameis Winston. And, of course, Mike Evans. Mike Evans' career, he's been with Jameis Winston almost every year except for one. So, of course, Mike Evans and Jameis Winston have that great connection. Talk about the Panthers' defense. Panthers defense allows 356.5 yards per game, which is good for 15th in the league. Luke Keekley, the monster in the middle of that defense, has 95 tackles and two sacks on the year. Shaq Thompson has 67 tackles and three sacks on the year. Mike Adams has 61 tackles. Dante Jackson, playing lights out this season, has 43 tackles and four interceptions on the year including one that came against the Buccaneers the last time we played in Carolina. And Mario Addison has 28 tackles and 7.5 and sacks. So this defense is also very well-rounded. Uh, there's a few players that I didn't mention with their stats, but they still have playmakers on that side of the ball as well. So we're going to have to look out for them. Jameis is going to have to be smart with the ball. And everybody's going to have to protect the Rock because they like to try and get the ball and make you fumble. And if the quarterback overthrows or it's a tip ball their defense is going to hunt their safeties they have Eric Reed so they're going to hunt for the ball and they're going to try and force turnovers the Buccaneers defense allows 391 yards per game which is good for 27th in the NFL hey at least we're not 32nd so that's that's a step up 
Levante David on the year, 71 tackles. Hopefully he does play so he can get some more tackles and boost our linebacker core. Jordan Whitehead, the rookie, has really stepped up when he has been thrown into the fire at safety his first year. He has 53 tackles on the season. He is second in tackles behind Levante David. Jason Pierre-Paul, 37 tackles on the year, and he has eclipsed the 10-sack mark as he has 10.5 sacks with five games to go. So Jason Pierre-Paul was a big find for this defense. We are getting consistent pressure on the quarterback now, especially when Duffner took over. We have doubled the amount of sacks that we had when Mike Smith was our defensive coordinator. Carl Nassib on the year, man. We picked him up right before the season started as the Browns released him. And he has been a great addition to the defensive line as well with his motor off the edge alongside JPP. Carl Nassib has 21 tackles and five and a half sacks on the season. And then everybody gives this man some criticism, but the man still makes plays. He has 18 tackles. Gerald McCoy has 18 tackles and six sacks on the season. So... For everybody that likes to talk bad about him, he still has numbers. He's still getting pressure this year because he has the players around him that compliment him. So hopefully he steps up in this game as well and gets to Cam Newton and gets to Cam Newton early. And Vita Vea, the rookie that plays right alongside Joe McCoy, has seven tackles and seven tackles and two sacks on the season. Last week against the 49ers was a breakout game for Vita Vea. So hopefully he can continue that momentum into this coming week against cam newton and the panthers i would like to see our defensive line get four or more sacks on cam newton and get tons of pressure like they did last week against the 49ers because when you get pressure you cause turnovers and last week we won the turnover ratio two to zero which is the first time this season i believe that we have won the turnover ratio so our defensive line is going to have to continue to get pressure in order for us to cause some turnovers. And when you cause turnovers, you win games. So it's just as simple as that. The Buccaneers are going to have to continue to get that pressure on him and continue to play good coverage. We're without Carlton Davis, who has been a stud this year at cornerback. So Ryan Smith is going to step in for him. And when Ryan Smith plays, Ryan Smith plays well. So we'll see how Ryan Smith does against the Panthers this week. And then if Brent Grimes cannot go, then they said JV and Elliott would probably be in that spot, even though they like to use JV and Elliott inside. And Andrew Adams, we'll see if they put him a little bit inside or outside as well. So it's going to be interesting to see who the Buccaneers have there on the field on Sunday on defense. Players to watch in this game, I mentioned him before, he's lethal on the Panthers' offensive side, Christian McCaffrey. The man last week against the Seattle Seahawks had 227 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns. So, Christian McCaffrey is a monster. We're going to have to figure out how to contain this monster. And then on the Buccaneers' side of the ball, Mike Evans. Mike Evans last week against the 49ers had 116 receiving yards, but no touchdowns. But I think that Mike Evans, after what happened in Carolina where he was held to one catch on 10 targets, he's going to want a revenge game against the Panthers, and he's going to come out and have another nice game this week. Key matchups. 
I mentioned it before, but I'm going to mention it once again. The Buccaneers linebackers have to come out and Vita Vea as well and stop Christian McCaffrey. If, if Christian McCaffrey is going to run through the middle, Vita Vea is going to have to stuff that hole and push the lineman back just like we saw him do last week. And these linebackers, if Levante David is able to go, then Levante David will fill the void of having three backups there and we'll have we'll have a, a bona fide starter there with two backups. But that's okay. As long as we have our star linebacker in the lineup, hopefully they can contain Christian McCaffrey. And then another key matchup, this time for the Buccaneers side of the ball, Mike Evans against James Bradbury and Dante Jackson. As I mentioned earlier, Mike Evans was held to one catch in Carolina, and you could tell he was frustrated about that. So Mike Evans is going to want to take it out on this Panthers defense, and hopefully, hopefully he does, and he has another monster game. And on that note, there's not much more to say about this game besides the fact that the Buccaneers are finally not wearing all white uniforms at home. They are going with the color rush uniforms, which I know plenty of people are excited for and plenty of people love these uniforms. Even though the Bucks have never won a game in them before, but people still love the uniforms because it's not that plain old white jersey that we're wearing anymore. So myself included, I love the color rush uniforms and I'm glad that they're breaking it out for this week um across the nfl it's also my cause my cleats week so you will see a bunch of different players honoring different charities on their cleats or different causes so look out for those it's going to be a crazy colorful week inside of raymond james stadium so hopefully we have a nice crowd at home against a divisional foe as the Buccaneers are giving away two free tickets to season pass holders to give to family and friends. So hopefully we have a nice crowd at home. As last week, the Buccaneers got their butts kicked in attendance by UCF and USF the Friday before. So hopefully we have... A very nice crowd there to cheer loud and proud for our team against a divisional foe. It's a it's a big game for Carolina because they've lost three in a row. Our crowd is going to have to be loud and to shake them up. The 49ers said that we were very loud last week and it was the loudest crowd that they've heard. But I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. But once again, we need the fans to fill up the stadium. So go be loud and proud and cheer on your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. On that note... That's going to wrap up this preview edition of the podcast. I'm your co-host, Corey Hayes. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Corey underscore Hayes 407. You can go ahead and follow my co-host, CJ, on Twitter at CoreyJ863. Follow the All Things Bucks page on Twitter at All Things TB Bucks. Follow the podcast page on Twitter at ATB Podcast underscore. I will once again be watching the game at home, so I will be live tweeting the game and interacting with you guys if you want to come and interact with me. And that's all, folks. Let's get this win against the Carolina Panthers. Go Bucks!